it starts to say now, I guess, on Zoom when it, you start recording it. Robot yeah, it's like, no, recording. Yeah, but it's so fucking loud. Yes. Because <laughs> oh. uh, this mic is so sensitive. Okay. <laughs> so, hi. Hi. Um, For everybody listening, it's so fucking hot and I turned off the fan, but I'm already <laughs> sweating. Same. So I think I'm going to turn it back on and I'm sorry, there's going to be background noise. <laughs> I can't do it. It's too hot. <laughs> I know I wanted like hot girl summer, but not like this. I know it's like scorching. It's crazy. And to think we almost moved <gasps> to like Arizona. Oh, forget that. Yeah. Never. Never. Do you have places you will never ever live? Um. Yeah. Like Arizona. Like I really don't like hot places. Like I don't know. I even me and my friend Patricia were talking about Farmington. It's so hot in Farmington too. Like it's scorching. I would like never live there because it's too hot. I can't, I don't know. I can't do the hot thing. Same. That kind of <laughs> desert is like, oh, this is why people hate the desert. Right. Even though the desert doesn't have to be that way. Like, oh yeah, this is like where the stereotype comes from. Right. I yeah. agree. I would much rather live like in Seattle yes. than in the desert. <laughs> I, I will say when we were in Portland and I didn't see the sun for like three days, I thought, how do people stay like motivated or how do people get anything done? But it's the same thing with like extreme heat too. Right. Hmm. I never thought about that. I'm going to have to go to Portland and see how <laughs> I feel about that. <laughs> it, I'm sure it's fun in the summer, but I think like, I don't know. I, I just get used to it being sunshine and the sky being beautiful all the time, I you know? Yeah. And the mountains actually. Yes. When we went to Carlsbad a couple of weeks ago, I, there was just like nothing in, you know, out there. And I was like, I miss mountains. Yeah. Like I need something to look at. Something and then, on the like the horizon. Exactly. Yeah. And then I was telling Nicolette, like everywhere you look in Santa Fe and even in Albuquerque, right? Like mm -hmm. there's something to look at and like yes. your eye to go to so that when you're bored, you're not just like, uh, duh, duh, you know. Yeah, so. there's nothing pretty around to inspire me or whatever. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I love like exploring different parts of New Mexico. Like I went to Cerritos with a friend the other day. Mm -hmm. And just looking around and thinking like, oh my God, this place is so inspiring and so motivating. And right. I, there's something about the landscape that makes me want to be like the best version of myself. Right. Anyway. I agree. So I was thinking about how we, well, we met at school, but how we like officially started to get to know each other. Right. I think it was because you invited me to yoga. I agree. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I was like, do you want to come to, I'm going to a new yoga studio, do you want to come? And you were like, actually, yeah, like, I actually do want to do yoga. And I was like, cool, let's yeah. go. So it was like a connection in the ether of like, you just knew I was getting into yoga. Right. <laughs> and since then, we've done other stuff, like the walk, I loved when we would walk or run at school, yeah. not at school, on the track, <laughs> at school. Not in the halls. <laughs> yeah. Or like, I've done hiking or like weightlifting. I know you've done other stuff too. Um, yeah. When you invited me to yoga, had you already been like a very active person? Um, inconsistently, I would say. So in the old days when I was in high school, <laughs> I did cheerleading, right? And right. so like that was a little bit different, but I feel like it's really closely related to yoga, mm -hmm. like the flexibility and like endurance and those sort of things. So I think yoga came easy to me because mm -hmm. of my cheerleading background. Um, but I've done yoga like a lot of times in my life and consistently too. So right. I've started to do yoga and then stopped and I, you know, you would go to the gym and I like swimming a lot too. Yeah. Um, so, but prior to that, I would say like, I was in a huge slump mm -hmm. and I was like, 
I weighed like 160 pounds. I was so unhappy with my body mm -hmm. and I was like, I need to do something. And yeah. then when I saw the studio, I was like, this is what I need to do because I had already done yoga a number of times. You right. Know? And had like a calling towards it. Right. And what do you think? Because I think this is really common for people that you just go through a, an a slump that you think, oh, I'll get right back to it soon. And then the next thing you know, it's been like six years. Right. And your back's hurting and you're breaking out mm -hmm. and you always feel sick. What do you think brought that on like in your life at first? I feel like I became comfortable. So I like when I first met Rick, mm -hmm. um, we, you know, we got together and I weighed like 140 pounds and I was not where I wanted to be, but it was like, I was, I, I was still like, okay with my body. And actually that first year that I was with Rick, I did a swimming class at the community college mm -hmm. and I liked that, but mm -hmm. I don't know, slowly after that, I kind of just like progressed that I like, it wasn't that I stopped caring about my body. Cause like I wanted to do right by my body, but I just like, like you said, I, I don't know, I was just in this slump and I was just comfortable. I was like yeah. happy and they, I don't yeah. know, they always kind of say like, when you're happy, you get comfortable and you, you know. Put on some weight, which is, honestly, it's true though, because you're like, I just want to be with this person and like, right. oh, I can like breathe and relax, which isn't a bad thing at all. It's not, it's a beautiful, wonderful thing to feel that like safety and comfort. Right. But also you're your own individual person and then it's like you're taking away from the relationship with yourself right you know which is its own thing i agree um and like rick was really good too about like when i would feel uncomfortable with my body he'd be like you're fine like you're beautiful just like yeah. that like i like you like that like i like thick women you know <laughs> right. whatever right. you know and so like he made me feel comfortable with like where i was at mm -hmm. and so i don't know i just kept like going and then finally like one summer the summer before I started doing yoga actually I was like I'm so like not happy with myself like I was not okay with was it like getting to your head too? yes mm -hmm. mentally I was like I look disgusting I feel disgusting I feel disgusting mm -hmm. on the inside and health-wise actually I wasn't that healthy either mm -hmm. so yeah yeah it's kind of funny because I mean there's this whole middle part I need to talk about but like now I'm not the thinnest I've ever been but it, I feel so good mentally and physically because I've kept up with an active lifestyle that that doesn't really matter as much and that's the tough part is like in order to get yourself like moving you kind of have to take it to the next extreme not saying like not eating and exercising all day every day but like you got to cut out a lot of shit. <laughs> you got to kind of be like the mean parent to yourself. Mm -hmm. And then you find like a balance, right? But you're too far in one direction. Right. And then maybe you go too far in the other direction, direction and find somewhere in the middle. Right. It's all, I feel like it's all about balance. And that's been mm -hmm. something that's been really hard to keep up with. Mm -hmm. um, sorry. It was okay. It, keeping the balance has been something that's hard to keep up with like a long term yes. right because like I find that I go through like the ebbs and flows of mm -hmm. fitness and just everything in mm -hmm. general like some days I'm really high like I'm gonna work out every day I'm gonna eat right and then I go real deep like I don't give a crap I'm gonna do yeah. whatever I want to do yeah. and you know so consistency I think is the hardest part yeah you know I think when I had the, the breakthrough with that is that instead of punishing and beating myself up with, with exercise, instead, I'm like, well, as long as I do something today 
and it's maintenance, right. you know, it's like, I'm going to treat it like brushing my teeth. Right. Like, it's just something I have to do consistently, mm-hmm. even especially on the days I don't want to, then I just don't have to go as hard, right. do you know, but I still need to just build it into my life. And then eventually it just becomes something you just do right. without thinking about it. But like that has taken uh, five years probably right. that I fight at the <laughs> five years later, I'm finally (laughs) feeling like I'm seeing results mentally and physically. Um, And it is hard to stay with that. And I I think, I think making it consistent makes it easier to not um, fall back into a slump. I was just thinking that. Because I still have slumps, but they're only a couple of days. Right. And then I'm like. shorter slumps. (laughs) Yeah. And then it's, I'm ready to get going again. Agreed. And you can just feel it. I feel like you can feel it in your body and in your mental health as well. Yes. Um, actually, just this morning, I was talking with one of my good friends um, and she was saying, I told her, oh, I'm really happy you went back to the gym because she had a gym membership. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I could just feel it. She's like, my body was mm-hmm. like screaming at me to like do something to like move energy or just you know like just movement for her was everything and so she's been going to the gym the last couple of days Mm -hmm. so you know I think that that's great yeah to get that like static not useful feeling outside of you exactly where I feel like exercise or like building something with your hands whether that's art or like physically construction or whatever something very physical is the only way to get it out you know yeah and then there's that like meditative state too that you enter once you start making it consistent, that is such a relief. I agree. I was feeling that actually when I was cleaning before you came <laughs> of like, you know what? I don't think I hate cleaning. I hate that I have to do it all the time, but it's like totally meditative. Right. And then I like that it's clean afterwards. I agree. I actually tell Rick that. So we're big fishermen or whatever. And fish people. Uh, we're, yeah, you fish people. <laughs> um, and I was telling him, like, I love fishing because it's really meditative to me. Like, yes. I don't even notice that I'm doing it or that I'm meditating, but I'm also not thinking about other things. I'm just thinking yes. about, like, right then, that moment, like, what's happening with my rod, what's happening with the water, and listening to, like, the water just, mm-hmm. you know. And when are you ever outside of your mind like that? Right. Unless you're literally meditating. Right. That's it. That's, that's the other side of, like, just making exercise consistent that I think gets lost is that. You don't have to do a crazy workout every day. You could literally do yoga for 10 minutes and that's it. And that's all you do. But for that 10 minutes, it's your mind connected to your body and nothing else. And what a relief that is. I agree. And eventually you do crave to have more. Yeah. And then you build up endurance and you want to challenge yourself and blah, blah, blah. But I think maybe people, at least I know I did many times and why it didn't work out for me to like keep active lifestyles. I would go to like an extreme where I would get on like a workout regimen, blah, 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 immediately. And then I just burn out right away. Right. It's just too hard to maintain that. And Mm -hmm. I think that's one thing that I've learned too is it, well, you know, I've kind of already talked about that, but it is like everything in balance, right? Like you can't, when you go to those extremes, it's easier to fall back into those old habits because it's much harder to keep doing that extreme thing. Like for instance, my, me and the same friend, we were going to the gym. We tried this like, um, a juice cleanse. I don't know if you remember. Oh yeah. And like, it was a three day juice cleanse. It was horrible. (laughs) Like I felt like shit the first day, like within hours, I felt so horrible. And I was like, what were we thinking? Like, terrible idea right and my friend was like we went too extreme and I was like I agree this was an extreme and she was and I even like was like well this wasn't 
like meant to be like a long-term exactly. forever we're exactly. doing this yeah it's just meant to be temporary yeah. but it was an extreme temporary and it was way too much and honestly i would never do a just cons <laughs> ever again i learned my lesson i super don't recommend like when people say they're gonna do that i just whatever people i'm like you do you, you, you dude but right. i think it's a horrible idea right. because that's your body needs a lot more than that right um what i was gonna say about that was oh that uh that's the other thing too, is putting all your eggs in the physical workout basket and thinking that's going to fix all the problems. Right. If I just lost weight, if I was just this body shape, if I just had muscles, blah, 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 everything will be better. And that's just not true. Right. If you're not looking at like, okay, how am I feeding myself? Right. Am I honoring my body or am I giving it not near the nutrients that it needs? Right. Or okay, what am I doing in my downtime? Right. Am I investing in myself? Whatever that is, like for me, it's doing this podcast or my art. Like, am I taking time to invest in myself or am I just um, scrolling on social media? Right. It's like stress as well. That's yeah. another thing for myself. Like, yes, I'm working out every single day, but I am, and is that honoring my body? Exactly. Is that honoring my body when I'm also stressing myself out to like extreme limits as well exactly. with work or whatever. And then on top of all that, I'm eating horribly mm -hmm. and I'm not giving myself nutrition. Like mm -hmm. what am, you know, like all of those things need to, I feel like be balanced out. I, I couldn't agree more because they're all related. Right. It's like, it's like we try to think that that so many of these things are separate from us, but it all works together. Like just because I'm not using my pinky toe right now, <laughs> doesn't mean that I don't need it, right? Right. I'm gonna need it as soon as I stand up. <laughs> and so I gotta honor that pinky toe, right. whatever it is. And so at least for me, uh, this like last, well, it's not the last part. This is always gonna be work, <laughs> right? But the thing that I need to work on now is like, okay, I think I'm you know, eating in a more self-honoring way. I'm exercising. I'm taking time to do my crafts. Okay. But am I taking any time to just chill? Right. Do I ever really relax? And the truth is I don't because it freaks me out. Right. It's, I, I owe so much to my high functioning anxiety for giving me a beautiful life, but also it's killing me at the same time. Right. You know? Yeah, I totally agree. Like OCD is like so real in my life too. Yeah. And like, I'm constantly like, do I really need to go clean the kitchen? Like, <laughs> is that really going to matter? Right. You know, like in my mind, like in the OCD, in my OCD, like brain, yeah. right? Like that's really important. To like I'm going to die if it doesn't get done. Exactly. Right. But am I really going to die? No, I'm, yeah. I'm stressing myself out more mm -hmm. because I want to go and do that instead of like relaxing and like really relaxing. Yes. Because I, I think it's uh, like letting your guard down to actually relax. And for me, that's terrifying because it's letting my guard down to myself is the scariest part. Not to other people. I do that all the time. For myself, though, I'm a fucking psycho that I don't want to be alone with sometimes. But also like that is a huge part of the healing process. If I don't start to learn how to be around myself, right. is it ever going to get better? No. Right. Yeah. Um, I was thinking of, about when I was like um, not taking a break the other day and I was exhausted mm. when we were at school and we oh, were right. cleaning at the end of school and you're like, why am I like this? Right. I don't have to do this. Because <laughs> I definitely feel that way too. Yeah. A journey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I feel like it's even just the bringing acknowledgement to it sometimes I feel like is enough for myself. Like even yeah. that day, right? I was like, why am I like this? Like, I don't need to be like this. Mm -hmm. And so like, 
did I continue to do it? Yes, I totally <laughs> did. <laughs> right. Right, but, right, right. But in the future, I might serve myself better if I'm able to like not do that. Yeah. Right. And at least I acknowledge that like there is another way out. Exactly. No, I, it's, I totally agree because it kind of makes me think of like the, the 12 step program for addiction could be applied to, I mean, that's why that program has lasted for as long as it has, because it's universally effective. And the first step is admitting you have a problem (laughs) and it takes people a long time to get to that. It took me uh, until 27 to get to that, (laughs) that I have a problem and I actually accept it's a problem, not like, oh, it's fine. But then now it's getting past that step and working on it, which is honestly more challenging, I think, than admitting there's a problem at all. Because now it's like, well, that's how I've structured my whole life. Mm-hmm. I remember when I was younger, my mom told me that she she thought that I liked being stressed out. She's like, you just love it. You're you're obsessed <laughs> with being stressed and depressed. Yeah. yeah, and as a teenager, you're like, fuck you, man. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you talking about? But in reality, it's true though. Yeah. It's totally true. Right, because you have to do something to change that mm-hmm. or be willing to make that change and making that change is often really, really hard and scary and vulnerable. So scary. Yeah. But I want more for myself than that. And let's say I have a family down the line. I want more for my child than to grow up thinking they have to be like a perfect product. Like that's not a way to live, you know? Mm -hmm. I watched this really interesting video yesterday actually about a guy who left the Mormon church and the reason he came to that reckoning that it wasn't working for him anymore is because he had a kid. Oh. And was like, am I, I going to raise this kid? Like, do I really believe in this? Because if I really do, then I want my child to. But if I don't, it's wrong for me to put that on them. Right. You know? Right. It goes anyway. down to your, like, values and what you really find mm-hmm. is, like, important in your life. Sorry mm-hmm. to say this. Sorry. Um, This is totally off topic. No, please. But if I am, like red and breaking out hives because I'm allergic and I feel like a little I took I know I took allergy pills last night but I feel like itchy right there and then I was scratching my wrist right there too and I was like "Hmm." and that's why I washed my hands before we started because I was like okay don't touch your face but roller also for your pants (laughs) fucking Sam sorry it's like it's not even like specific to him and I was like such an attention whore he had to get on you as soon as he walked in yeah you dude here do you want a Zyrtec? Um, no, I'll be good. Are you sure that if I start to turn red or something, I will just t- tell yeah. me, and then, then I'll take it, or then I'll take Benadryl. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I have Benadryl, so okay. I gotta take a Zyrtec too, actually. Fucking <laughs> guy, I'm sorry. I'm like, I always take antihistamines, so I don't know. It should be fine, but I feel itchy, so I was like, I don't know. I gotta stop for a second. I didn't even think about that when he got on you. No, you're fine. I totally like called him over too. I was like, because I really want to. I agree. He is super, super adorable. He's a little ferret boy. And he's not good. He usually is good. He just likes to bite. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway, let's talk. This is actually fine for a pause. Because I'm thinking we could talk about um, like hopes and ambitions for the future now. Okay. So now that I've finally reached this place where I'm doing better, I, it would be like my dream to be able to run like a half marathon. That's awesome. That would be so amazing because I loved running. And when that like 
was taken out of my life because of my injury. And then I hadn't for God, like 10 years until I ran with you at school. Um, I didn't think I could. Right. And that would be my dream, I think, to be able to do that, to consistently work on myself to be able to do that. I thought my dream was to have like abs or like be a certain <laughs> size, but now that I've had a more, like it's balanced my whole lifestyle, I'm like, oh no, that's ridiculous. That's not what I want. Right. And it's funny, two things. First is I talk with my friend and I always say like, if you were a certain size, like, would you, would you really be okay with that? Like, is that right. really? And my friend often is like, no, like I'd probably want more. Like I'd be looking exactly. for the next thing, right? Like exactly. now that I have abs, now I want bigger biceps, yada, yeah. yada, so on and so forth, yeah. right? And so it's like, always keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that piece, but, um, and then my second thing was like, what sort of, it was a, more of a question, like what, no, what sort of, how, how do you like imagine yourself getting there? Like what sort of small steps would you take oh, to like yeah. achieve that? And that's a great point because I think that's a huge part of this, like committing to it as a lifestyle is like, you can have a goal, right. okay, but how are you going to get there? Right. And how are you going to get there in feasible steps? So you're not beating yourself up for wanting something that's not physically possible yet. Right. You know? So I think once we move where there'll be a trail by our house I'm going to try to walk two miles every day for a few weeks like we were doing before and then run part of that and then eventually hopefully be able to run right for one to two miles not with like a time goal necessarily but that I can do it and then keep adding on that and I've accepted that's going to be a long road Mm -hmm. but I'm really excited about it actually um like don't get me wrong. Yoga will always have a place in my heart and we're going to do it today because I need to do it for my stress. But I feel like I've accomplished so much that I thought I wouldn't be capable of in yoga that I want to see what else I can do. Right. Other things that are out there. Right. And like, I remember when we were walking, you were like, oh yes, I was like on the track team and I like did hurdles and I was like, that's awesome. So I agree. I think that, and it kind of goes to your goal. Like you even said too, when we were walking that you weren't like a sprinter, you were more like a distance. Right. Yeah. And so I think that this kind of goes back to maybe meeting some of those old. Yes. Abilities. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause I know it's within me right. to do. Right. Exactly. What about you? Um, I don't know. I really want to actually go to like a yoga training of some sort. Yeah. Um, and I want to be a yoga teacher. I don't know how much I really want to teach to be completely honest, but mm-hmm. I do want to do the training because it's like immersive. Right. And you go over there and you do yoga for, you know, seven days straight and mm-hmm. sweat like you've never sweated before. And I really want to do that just to like, test my you know physical and mental you know abilities and Mm -hmm. how they've grown boundaries and pushing past that exactly yeah I love that because it would be awesome if you could use that I'm trying to say too many things Um, here's how I'm feeling about all of my passions like wouldn't it be so cool if I could share this with other people and teach it but also I don't I don't have to if I don't want to if I want it to just be mine that's okay too. Right. Which is so freeing, right? Right. I agree. You can decide how you want to Mm -hmm. share that or not share that, if Mm -hmm. you will. Um, That kind of brings me into another goal. And we've kind of briefly talked about this a little and I'm putting it into the universe now. Okay. Yes. Um, Is like, I really want to like teach yoga in schools and to like kids, right? And mindfulness. So this Mm -hmm. past year I did it like 
one day I did like a mindfulness, you know, with the kids, like a grounding exercise and it was mm-hmm. actually in a meditation and the kids loved it. They were all about it. That's wonderful. And so it just made me think about like, we need more of that in school. Like, yeah, we just assume kids won't be interested in it, but we have no idea how open they really are, you know, right. if the opportunity is given, but most of the time the opportunity is not given. Right. Exactly. So we're never going to know unless we try it. And exactly. so, you know, maybe I'm not a yoga teacher in a studio, but maybe, you know, I take it into the, the schools, schools yeah. and, you know, bring it back that way. So we'll Which see. actually aligns more with who you are as a person right? and your like long-term career goals anyway. Right. I agree. I like that. You know, I've always kind of this is gonna sound so douchey, not douchey, <laughs> rude. Um, scoffed at the idea of vision boards until the last year when I really saw like some of my favorite comedians showing their vision boards from when they were first starting and how much they've accomplished on it because they had a very clear idea of what they wanted. Okay. It's like, it doesn't matter if you believe in like manifestation. What matters is that you have a very clear idea of what you want and having direction you can make little steps to get there right and I I think it would be really cool to have like a lifestyle board and a career board like separate from each other that would be cool that's such a good idea hmm. maybe food for thought for us yeah <laughs> a little project I would love that I think that would be that would be a really cool thing to do when we move into the new place mm-hmm. like starting stuff fresh you know okay I kind of I kind of like think about this in my mind right yeah. but it's not like really like out there concretely I was gonna say yeah. concretely but I don't think that's a word like, I'm gonna say it's a word <laughs> I make up words on, all the time on the podcast so it'll be a word <laughs> <laughs> definition concrete yes yeah, just kidding um but I think that it may be good to kind of just like set everything out and like have when, it right in front exactly, of you exactly and like it's okay to like make changes to that right. or diver- diverge from the route but you know it's or, like an overall idea of like what I envision for maybe the next 10 years 20 years whatever totally and the thing is the funny thing is, is that all that stuff could come into fruition but not in the way that you thought it would right right like maybe you put a I don't know, like a picture of Greece, like you want to go there. And then maybe in 10 years, you have a foreign exchange student from Greece that you're housing and then you go and visit their family. Do you know, like, it could be so random like that. I agree. Um, Yeah, I really, and I, I think I didn't believe in it or didn't want to try it before because I was too overwhelmed by life still, Mm -hmm. because it is very overwhelming from like 18 to where I am now, 27, literally nothing has made any sense. Right. It's just I've gone with the flow, no plan whatsoever except to survive. And now that there's a foundation, I feel like, oh, I can build off of this. Right. I can actually make a life that I want because um, I have somewhere to live <laughs> consistently. And I have, <laughs> have income. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Health insurance is a big thing too. Right. And like, not to say that that stuff doesn't change because of course it does. Like, right what the school could shut down tomorrow not that right. it would but it could yeah I say that it wouldn't but you never know um but that doesn't we think there was gonna be a pandemic and we were gonna be working right. from home so exactly um so might as well make a very clear idea of what I want and go after it because who knows who knows yeah it's just funny I think that and I used to feel this way too before I like you know more understood the lifestyle I would make so much fun of people who like 
really cared about exercise because it's like, I think I was insecure of the idea of like, I don't know if I could ever have commitment to take care of myself like that. Right. Not even to reach these like physical goals that I thought I wanted to have, but I don't even think I could take care of myself. And now that I've made progress in it and I see its effect in other parts of my life. Right. It's kind of like what you said on the way um, here after you picked me up, you were like, I only have one face, you know, it's kind of like that same yeah. idea. Like I only have this one body. And so like, yes, it's easy for me to like, let it go and like make fun of other people for, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, like sticking to their goals or being so like extreme in their yeah. ideologies, you know, yeah. but like, for me, it makes more sense now to be able to do that because, mm-hmm. you know, I only have this one body and I do need mm-hmm. to take care of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually thankful for it and everything that yes. it does for me from like all of the small things to the big things. Right. Like you're putting the work into it and you get the reward back just right. like anything else. You know, if you want to get better at drawing and you draw every day, it starts to reward you. Right. Yeah. Um, and in that same breath too, I realize like yes, I have this one body and I'm only going to be this age. Do you know, I'm only going to be like young for so long. Right. Life, it's crazy how long people live now. I, this is a total divergent, but I wonder <laughs> if we live in the time where we're going to see like the lifespan take a crazy huge jump, do you know, like with technology mm-hmm. advancements. Anyway, that's a totally different conversation, <laughs> but um, that I'm only going to be physically capable of doing things for so long right it could be 30 years it could be 10 you never know it could be right away actually even so one of my yoga teachers she had told me like take pictures of all the things you can do now because (laughs) you never know you might not be able to do it and honestly even in the last three months like there's things that I can't can't do now that I could do three months ago or the opposite you know and Mm -hmm. so I agree like you don't really Take know how long you yeah. be able to do something. My my dad, which I'm gonna have to figure out a way to post this, probably just on my Instagram. But he's 55. He just had his birthday, mm-hmm. and he has competed in two BMX races oh. and is doing like a state qualifying race this weekend. Wow! And it's because even though he's always had like he's had slumps like anyone else, he's always been active. He's right. always run or biked or gone to the gym or whatever he could whenever he had time he's always like taking care of himself physically and I I look at him I'm like I could do that I could be in my 50s still doing what I love right and I can see how happy it makes him that he's been able to get back to it like it's a huge part of it's his art right you know it's his artistic expression it's just physical Anyway, it's just, it's very inspiring to see. I agree. I always, like, when I see these older, like, ladies and they're, like, so fit, I'm like, yeah. that's who I aspire to be. <laughs> right. Like, do you remember, actually, the lady um, that used to go to the studio? She was, like, an older oh, lady. Oh, yeah. Like, I was, like, she's, like, a fucking badass. Like, yeah. I want to be, like, her right now. Yeah. Like, you know, like, even if I was, like, her when I was 50, like, That know, would be amazing. Exactly. Yeah. But it now would be even better. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Totally. And it's within, within, within reach, but you just have to like, it's hard because you can't take a shortcut. Right. And I feel like I've learned that now in life in general, that if you want something to last and it's important to you, 
it's gonna take a long fucking time I agree like fitness is like I feel like that's something like you do not notice your results until me like a year later you're yeah. looking in the mirror like oh hey these pants you know or right. you know whatever like that's not how I looked in the before right but. or like you're lifting something and you're yes. like yes nothing yes yeah. like how you lifted that desk I was like oh lord how you did that I was like I can't even like walk from two feet to that I don't know how you did that but but that's the funny thing too that I've come to terms with with myself is like I could be really strong that doesn't mean I'm going to be crazy thin but now right. it turns out I don't really want that anyway I only right. want to be really strong right and I don't know what it is but I think I'm like freakishly strong for my size and I love that <laughs> and I I want to focus on that that makes me happy right you know I agree I was super floored by us too and we were like moving the stuff in the classroom and we were like pushing <laughs> the desk like, yeah we were in skirts oh that was the next day yeah. the day before we were workout clothes <laughs> but the next day we were both wearing skirts and just regular shoes and moving shit around yeah it was awesome yeah I thought we were badasses actually <laughs> <laughs> oh and that's what I was going to say too I can't remember if I said this when we were just talking or if I said it on here already whatever I'm going to say it again having a friend who wants to do that with you Granted, not being dependent on that friend because it's your own journey. Right. But I remember we first started doing yoga together and then slowly I started to feel more comfortable going by myself. And we have two like very separate journeys, but right. it's so fun that we're on it together. Right. And can like share improvements or share like, dude, I, oh my God, I did a squat the other day. I did a round of squats. Right. And I wasn't in any pain. I felt fine. And it was so exciting. And I thought, I can't wait to talk to Sandra. Right. No, I think having somebody to go on your fitness journey with you is really like helpful. I don't think it's like absolutely necessary, but I think right. that it's definitely helpful because then you can bounce off ideas mm -hmm. and, you know, try different things like, you know, just just in like thinking like we, we started out doing yoga and then mm -hmm. you know we were going on walks and doing all these like different things, right? And mm -hmm. I think that that helped to keep me motivated and helped to yeah. keep me going. You know, because I, if not, I probably would have just been like, eh, I'm just gonna like I do feel my it thing, today. Whatever. Yeah, like honestly, yeah. I don't really feel like doing yoga today, to be completely honest. Because <laughs> it's but, so hot. Exactly. But in the same breath, I'm like, no, I need to do yoga. Yeah. And then like we had already planned to do yoga. So I was like, okay, no, like I'm we're doing do yoga it. today. Yeah. Like totally. And then yesterday, weren't you able to enjoy your day more? Yeah. Because you're like, I'm gonna work out tomorrow and I'm just gonna chill today and be exactly. out on the water. Yep. Yeah, balance. Okay. <laughs> so, um, anyway, I feel, I feel really, how do I say this? Grateful that we started at the same time and we're both ready at the same time. And I think it's been good and I'm really excited to see where we go. And I don't know yet. The other day I was walking and I was thinking like, it's going to be so fun next year when Cassandra and I can walk together I again, know. we'll figure out a time to do it or whatever. But, um, yeah, I think breaking that cycle of like the negative self-talk, the like putting myself down all the time. I I wouldn't have been able to break that cycle had I not started taking care of myself physically. Right. And that just leads, it bleeds into every other part of your life. And I think that's the part that's put on the back burner the most because we have such a weird relationship with like what is health in this country. Right. Like anyway. So I think people get overwhelmed and confused and then decide like, well, I'm just not going to do anything because right. it's all bullshit. Exactly. But find what works for you. Try a bunch of shit. 
what let's say you do yoga for a month and you still hate it just as much as when you started okay it's probably not for you right and that's okay yeah just try something else right if you go swimming for a few months and you're like oh this is actually i think my thing right see it through and i think that you you'll decide you know i mean or it doesn't have to be black and white is what i'm trying to say like like I said at the beginning, I was like, I didn't, I did yoga a number of times in my life, right? right. Where I like did it really consistently and then didn't do shit for a really long time. Right. And then, you know, like later on what I wanted to go back into my fitness goals, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to do what feels the best for me, yes. right? Which was yoga. And, and you were excited about it. And it wasn't just like, oh, I guess I'll do it. You were like, I can't wait to do do yoga. Exactly. And so whatever you choose is, I think, great for you as long as, you know, it's what's making you happy and comfortable and is feeding your soul. I don't know. Oh, I totally, totally agree, which is I was feeling like a little bit of a slump with yoga. And so I started weightlifting and that's been so much fun. And then just doing like cardio stuff. And there's still a space for yoga, but it's okay that there's ebbs and flows, right? You know, because it for me, the other stuff I do enriches my yoga now, right? Because when I get to my mat, I'm like, oh, this is so nice. I forgot right. how nice this exactly. is. Because sometimes something becomes redundant and like yeah. tedious, and you're like, hey, yeah, I don't want to do this. So it's good to break up, break up that normalcy or yeah, monotony. Totally. Yeah. Well, it's um. Let's see how, I think the thermometer said, thermostat, not the thermometer, it's 89 degrees. Oh, wow. Um, but there should be shade on the deck. <laughs> we're going to go do yoga on the deck. And uh, we'll see how long we're out there. Right. <laughs> so, like, let's do an hour class. And now I'm like, oh. It's 15 uh, minutes, good. Yeah. <laughs> Which is totally fine. Right. Um, I'm so glad you wanted to talk again. Too. Yeah, Thank you for inviting good. me on. I had a really good talk. I think you went, you know, definitely really well, and it's work in progress. Yes. If I could impart anything, because I've said this is not like an advice podcast, it's just a thinking about stuff podcast. If I could impart anything that I'm feeling is that it's a journey and that's okay. It shouldn't be 100% all the time because if you uh, drive a car 100 miles an hour all day, every day, that car is going to be wrecked <laughs> in like a week. Right. You know, it's a journey. Yes. And that's okay. Hello, and welcome back to Baby Shroom Pod, a podcast where I talk about whatever is on my mind. I am your host, Baby, Baby Shroom, Monique, all of the above. And this week, I am talking to my very, very good friend, Cassandra. Um, We're talking about, and I'm trying to find the right words to say it, because the first thing that came to mind was our fitness journey. And that's just not accurate. It's more of our journey into balance, into something fair and reasonable to live with. And the idea of taking care of oneself because you see yourself as somebody worthy to invest into. And that can mean physically taking care of yourself, eating well, um, making time for mindfulness, all of the above. Um, About in 20, 
17 after I finished college. It was a year after college. I had just really taken a downward spiral in how I saw myself and valued myself and took care of myself. And um, it was after I started going to therapy around that time, I realized I couldn't live like this anymore, that life was too short and flying by so fast and I didn't want to be miserable and miss all of it. Sometimes I feel like I missed college because I was wrapped up in hating myself. (laughs) Anyway, the point is, is that has been a while already. Um, And within the last five years, I really started to see the fruits of my labor of taking value in myself. Um, With a lot of periods of highs and a lot of periods of lows in between. And I wanted to talk to Cassandra about that too, because I know she's been on a similar journey. Um, I really enjoyed this conversation. I really enjoyed talking with people about what has fulfilled their life and give their life meaning. And this isn't an advice podcast or telling you what to do or whatever. I hope that just by hearing other people's stories or their different ideas, it gives you the permission to think about that stuff for yourself. So... Without further ado, let's get into the episode. I hope you enjoy. So that takes us to the end of the episode. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. I hope the fan wasn't too distracting in the background. Uh, At this point in New Mexico summer, because I'm recording this in June, it's starting to heat up. My current place doesn't have air conditioning, but we're moving soon, so that won't be a problem much longer. Um, Anyway, hope it wasn't too distracting, and I hope you're not totally boiling where you are in the world, too. Um, I will list uh, where to find Cassia, as well as other things that we've talked about in this episode in the show notes. I, I really hope that there was an opportunity here for you to think about the cycles you have in your life and if they're serving you. Um, I think that this has been really helpful, this whole process for me to take a look at what areas I'm really proud of myself for making progress in and other areas I still want to grow. So it's a good uh, spot for me to reflect also. Well, I hope you have a good rest of your weekend if this is coming out on the day that I think it will. Um, And we'll see you next week. Bye.